Welcome to Intuitive Seek. My name is Mary Treen, and every week I aim to bring you a grounded approach to all things intuition. Through personal stories, experiences, and practices, offering energetic reflections to help you discover, connect, and fully realize how your unique power of intuition is your own greatest teacher. Hello, welcome everyone. Welcome to August, August 2023. Kind of incredible how far we are into the year. And we'll see what 2024 is like, but it has been the same every month for these energy impressions. It really feels like time is just speeding up. Yeah, it just feels very different than it used to. I've heard that from many people. So I know that it's not just me. And part of that, the reason I'm sharing that, is to give yourself a break. If you feel like things have sped away out of your hands, even though you had so many goals and so many things you wanted to accomplish, especially in July, because July was a very intense month, very tender month. Because of the energy impressions that I recorded for July, I really appreciated, and I know I make these, but I really appreciated those impressions because it reminded me to allow all of the feelings to be, to really move with the flow of them, to not get swept away or make them mean too many things, and really just kind of be in the present as much as I could. And that served me very well because, yeah, it was very much a ebb and flow type of month. And I'm curious how it was for you. Did you feel that ebb and flow? Do you feel like you're in a fresh energy? I I definitely do. I feel like August, and I'm recording this early on August 1st, and I am feeling that renewal, but in a different way. This fresh kind of renewal energy really feels like, okay, I'm back at the starting line of where I was in the beginning of May. And when I was feeling into August, it felt like almost a second chance at what was starting or what was brewing or simmering in May. And that might not be for everyone, but I wanted to share that because it's true for me. And if it's true for me, I know that at least one of you it's true for as well. So if that does feel true, maybe look back, look at May. What were you working on? Look at a journal or your notes app and kind of see if there's anything there that you have a really new perspective on based on all that you've been through the last three months. And one of the cool things that I was, I guess, maybe a little bit surprised about was the response to my quantum spoon bending episode, because many of you reached out and 
were so interested in doing it and really <laughs> loved the perspective that I gave of paying attention to what you are telling yourself and the energy you're feeling as you're trying to do this thing, this thing that seems kind of magical or supernatural. What happens when you go to bend the spoon? Because what I found from me, if you listen to the episode, but also to people sharing with me, that even though we knew, even though listening to the episode, I explained what might happen, how to pay attention to it, how to use it as kind of a guide when you are trying something new or creating something to see where maybe a hurdle or a block is where you can really kind of help to let that go to create a little bit of an easier flow for yourself through all of the trials that come in the way of doing something that feels so unfamiliar and something that we haven't done before and may also seem so out of reach. And that is what I really received from the feedback from that episode, that people who thought that they really had kind of let go of those old stories or limiting beliefs on what they can accomplish and what they want to do, it came right back to them when they were trying the spoon exercise. And that's why I did that episode, because that's what I found too, that it was a real mirror to how we approach life, how we approach realizing things, how we approach quote unquote manifestation. So have a listen to that episode if you haven't already. And yeah, I really recommend listening to it and giving it a try yourself and seeing what you discover about your energy and the underlying energy that is kind of motivating you without you maybe even knowing it. And what I'm working on is maybe hosting a workshop where you do learn how to bend your own spoon, where you learn how you really do approach your creativity, your manifestation, how much you've really moved past certain limiting beliefs. and. Yeah, maybe I'll call it like intuitive spoon bending, something like that. But yeah, it's kind of rolling around. I did have a few people reach out saying that that would be cool. And that's my favorite thing to do is offer you something that somebody else has asked me to create for them, which is probably the most beautiful thing about the work that I do is it is collaborative like that, which is very lovely. So I'm thinking maybe September that might be a great time for an intuitive spoon bending workshop to really harness that back to school energy. Even if you aren't going back to school, there is this like new year energy that September holds for me that I feel. So stay tuned for an intuitive spoon bending workshop. I really think it would be quite fun because it's a different approach than 
I have seen from all the research, if you listen to the episode, that I did. So yes, I just wanted to give a little bit of an update about July. I was yet moving through a lot of feelings, clearing a lot of those old beliefs, myself included. I found a lot when I did that episode of the spoon bending. And so I was very conscious of those patterns that I'm used to kind of just flowing into. And I consciously didn't. So when I would normally say no to something, that kind of knee-jerk response or that initial like resistance, I really paid attention to that in July. And that helped me quite a bit with things that other things that I'm kind of brewing in the background to share with you soon. So yeah, with that, with all of that kind of focus on my emotional landscape and my motivations and my underlying intentions, I really was quite tender. So yeah, if you were feeling really tender in July, you're not alone. I mean, even astrologically, July tends to be fully cancer season, and that is a very tender sign. All the feels, all the water, protection, being at home. Home is where the heart is, not wanting to come out of your shell. Those are kind of the the archetypal energies of the more shadowy side of cancer. And As a collective, we can really kind of feel that at the same time. So now moving into August, Leo season, archetype of passion and creativity and expression and shining your light and all of those things. But I'm a Leo and I know the other side, the other side of that archetype, which is incredible sensitivity, incredibly tough inner critic, perfectionism, not knowing what you're doing for yourself or you're doing for others, looking for outside validation, not feeling any kind of worthiness unless it's reflected back to you, right? So yeah, pay attention to that for August just to make sure that you know what's yours and what's not. But the greatest thing about kind of the inspiring part of astrology, because I'm not an astrologer, but I love looking to it for inspiration because I love the stories behind it. And yeah, pay attention, pay attention to if any of those Leo themes are highlighting anything in your own life, because that is the beautiful part of being alive in the world and being aware of your intuition and your energy and the world around you. The energy around you is that everything can be a teacher if you desire it to be, if you bring the intention to it. So it doesn't matter if you believe in astrology. If your interest is piqued, look at how it inspires you to bring everything back to yourself? How does it help you discover more about yourself so that you can live your most authentic expression, 
your most authentic life. A buzzword that is you know overused, but it is the truth. That authenticity, which is also very Leo in the highest expression, that is where our fear and our doubt and our uncertainty and really anchor into, well, I know that this is true for me. I know that this is what I meant to be doing or the direction to take or the no is a no and the yes is a true yes. Those are all results of getting to know yourself on an energetic and intuitive level. They're very practical, even though, of course, there are beautiful, mystical, divine results too, depending on your belief system and how you look at the world and yourself, but the practical aspects are incredible. You know how to ground your energy. You know how not to react out of fear or hurt or misunderstanding. You can be you, and then you feel like you're enough, and then you're not comparing yourself to other people, and then your power isn't conditional. And the love for yourself isn't conditional. You have a foundation of love and power for yourself to always kind of come from. And that foundation is knowing your authentic energy. So if you're new to the podcast, or maybe you haven't listened in a while, or if you listen every month when I have one or two, sometimes three episodes, If you listen, maybe heed this as a little call to get back into a practice for connecting to your energy, to your authentic self. And that could be as simple as sitting down, closing your eyes, taking some breaths, and focusing all the way in. And if you have a difficult time focusing in, You can focus on the beating of your heart. And then you can really connect to what you may need to know. You can ask your heart or ask it in kind of a broad sense and really focus in and see if you kind of think of a thought or have a memory of some time or think of a song. There's so many different ways. But that's a very simple way to do it. What do I need to know? And if you have a difficult time trusting what you're receiving, if you have a difficult time quieting your mind, and there's too many things coming, too many thoughts, too many songs, too many memories, trust yourself to pick one. There's no right way. So it really is a practice and trust as well. So I hope you can do that in August because this month, When I was tuning into it through my meditation and my other modalities, it's a month of, it's almost a preparation, but kind of a relearning of preparation, a reconnection to our energy and ourselves so that we can take advantage and really create that inspired action that we have been wanting to create, that we've been wanting to embark on. But some things have just delayed that. 
some things needed to be experienced before, before we were ready to take that next step. So yes, I had a really lovely and interesting July with quite a bit of tenderness, but it didn't make it bad. It just made it quite transformative, it felt like. And yeah, I was even able to take some time off at the end of July and now. And I will still be working a little bit here and there, but I've definitely created a lot more space and visited family. And so, yeah, very lucky to spend time with people that I love. I'm really looking forward to diving into these August energy impressions. But before I do, I just want to let you know that as of this recording, early August 1st, I do have two spaces available to begin my four-month, beautifully transformative, deeply impactful healing journey. And it's called The Key. I have been doing it for quite a while now and have helped many people through it. And It really is customized to each person, but it is a, it's an intensive journey, but it is intensive because it can take you to where you are desiring to be. And whether that be physically in your life or emotionally or intuitively, it can bring you there, not in a quick fashion but in a deeper, more flowing growth. So it is, I suppose you could say, a faster way to get to a certain point of discovery and transformation and healing rather than having, you know, once a month sessions. And it does take a commitment because we do meet three times a month, three weeks out of the month, and then you have a distance healing for the fourth week, your integration week, but it's a pretty remarkable result if you do commit to it. And if you've been looking to make a change, if you've been feeling a pull to really do something different, if you're feeling that call of your inner calling, but you don't know what it's saying, but all you know is you are frustrated where you are but you cannot see clearly where you are meant to be going. That's why I created it. And I call it the key because it's to remind you, to guide you back to you, back to you being the key for every door you desire to walk through. That is not outside of yourself. But to be able to get to that clarity of everything being within, everything you need to know, there are some layers that need to be worked through, witnessed, seen, and released. So if you're looking for support, if you feel connected to the words that I'm saying, then you can apply for one of these two spots And you also have an opportunity to apply for a consultation if that's what you want. But yeah, just go to the show notes and it's very easy. You just fill out the little form and then I get in touch with you within 48 hours. And this work I do, this blend of very unique blend 
now that I've been doing it for a while, I've, from feedback from my clients, now I really understand how unique it is. It is so powerful. And I don't say this lightly. Many of my clients have called it life-changing because it guides you back to yourself, back to the voice of your intuition, back to your heart, back to your longing, your purpose, back to your body, back to your heart-mind connection. So that is life-changing. And it's a journey that I have been through myself. So I know that it is. And it is such a deep honor and such a joy to do. And I just cannot express enough the gratitude I have for being able to do this work and support so many beautiful souls from around the globe. So yes, if you need support, reach out because I, now I trust the timing always, but when I look back, I know when I could have reached out for that support, but it, for me, it took, you know, so many panic attacks and so much deep frustration and unhappiness and utter sorrow to finally be like, okay, yes, I need some help. And that's not just from one person, but it's opening up your perspective to, okay, what kind of support do I need? So yeah, if you're feeling called, reach out to me or someone else that you're looking at, but I really do, I encourage it. And I just felt called to really speak to that. So thank you for listening. So now it is really the time. Let's get into August 2023 energy impressions. And just a reminder that these impressions are not a forecast, not predictive. They really are meant to offer you a way into your own intuition, to your own intuitive guidance. If it resonates, then you feel into it more with yourself. Spend time thinking about it. I'll offer some journal prompts that can really help you dive a bit deeper into what your intentions can be for this month and how to navigate it and utilize the energy to really support what you want to do and accomplish and be. So when I first really meditated on August, what came through, what I received was intense, intense pressure that some of us may be putting on ourselves and really putting on our shoulders. I kind of was shown by my imagination somebody's body like really crumpled over under the weight of the world under that pressure and this really feels like self-inflicted pressure that not really fully based in reality that that pressure was not and that doesn't mean that we're to blame by self-inflicting because it's pretty natural to put that much pressure on ourselves but to really make sure and show the perspective that when we do feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders, how can we open up our perspective a little bit more? How can we, you know, some people call it reframe it. Is what you're feeling really true for today? 
Is it really true for the week? Is it really true for the month? Because what happens when we get so crumpled over like that is it can restrict and crumple our core, blocking the power of our solar plexus right in the middle of our upper stomach, right in the middle of our core. And the energy that we carry in our solar plexus can be where we really feel the full expression of our power, of our energy. It's where we can kind of gather all of the wisdom of our energy and shine it out to others so they can see it, so they can receive it, so we can see it for ourselves being kind of materialized in the world. And that makes me remember that we are each other's medicine, whether it's you know professional, obvious, or just kind of naturally casual between our interactions with each other. But when we place so much pressure on ourselves, when we are so crumpled over with the weight of the world, of our world, of our own expectations, of our failures, of our guilt, of our responsibilities, it can really block our natural flow of light, of our light, which gives us so much. When we're connected to our light, to our power, to how we express it, It can light up our direction in the darkness of the unknown, even if it's just one step at a time. We can trust our light. But what happens when we are all crumpled over like that? When our solar plexus is not getting enough room or attention or care? When it is being completely kind of pressed and blocked? by the weight of the world and our responsibilities and our expectations and all of that pressure, all of that fear, well, then we can start to have kind of body symptoms. Unexplained, of course, because there are always physical symptoms too. That's when we can start having symptoms of digestive issues, when we have maybe some acid reflux or a little bit of heartburn or even just like a soft amount of indigestion, but you don't know why because you're eating the same foods and doesn't make any sense. That's a symptom from our body, can be, if you tune in and really feel into it, of unexpressed light, unexpressed power, unexpressed truth. How do those feel to you? What about unexpressed purpose? And another symptom can be that feeling of anxiety in that area, right in the middle of our solar plexus. Maybe it feels like buzzing. You know, for me, it would feel like kind of a wet bag of bees buzzing around, like so heavy and so uncomfortable, and so much movement, and just never any relief. And I lived with that for, I would say, 20 years. And that's not an exaggeration, because when I finally, finally moved past it, finally released that intensity of carrying that amount of anxiety in my body, I was shocked that I could live 
without it, that it wasn't just part of my personality of how I came into the world because I was so used to it. And for me, that anxiety, that weight was really unexpressed truth of how I really wanted to live and what I really wanted to do. Because what I do is not very mainstream. It's not very easily explained to someone who doesn't know it. But now I know that I don't have to explain it. That the ones that are meant to know about it or receive it will understand from how I speak about it. So I really try not to explain myself. And of course, I'm not perfect at that. But I know when I'm doing it, so I can kind of call it back. But all of that anxiety was constantly trying to explain myself, be understood, be accepted. But what I learned about the energy of my heart and my mind and my body and my spirit and my soul, however you want to put it, is that when I follow through with trusting what I want to do next, trusting the direction, trusting the pull, shining my light, expressing myself, creating things. When I do that, then I receive the acceptance. It's in the action, but it's not acceptance from others. I feel it in myself, that that is what I was looking for. That the act of actually expressing what I'm feeling called to express, knowing what it is first, getting the clarity on it, and then expressing it, that actually removes any crazy need of other people understanding and accepting me. And that's a cliche. That is a cliche of it all comes from within. You know, you cannot receive and get your self-worth from outside. But what does that even mean? Because it's different for everyone. So in August, pay close attention to how your core is speaking to you. On when you maybe get a little bit of indigestion or heartburn or acid reflux that's unexplained. When you feel that tightness or tension or buzzing or nausea or upset or maybe hollow feeling when something just isn't right and it feels like you want to fix it and you want to grab for something to make it feel better grab yourself first <laughs> grab for yourself feel into what that's trying to tell you. And then, you know, get the roll aid or the, you know, also make yourself feel comfortable, but pay attention to it. Don't just try to shake it away because your body is speaking to you. Because in August, it really feels like our body is going to be speaking to us more than it has in a long time. So we have to pay attention to it. If we want to have a little bit more ease as we navigate through the month, 
But then when I was feeling into August and in my meditation, the crouching crumpled up person with the blocked kind of crumpled solar plexus turned into an armadillo. And I thought that was so beautiful and cool of my imagination to speak my intuition for me, translate it, because an armadillo is an incredible animal that really knows how to protect itself, that really knows how to put up boundaries. So of course, the armadillo is a perfect teacher for us for August because we're carrying so much pressure on our shoulders and we're going to pay attention to it. And when we are carrying all of that pressure on our shoulders, it's not only affecting our bodies and our solar plexus and other places, of course, but it's also a way for us to overprotect our energy. It's a way for us to maybe keep our boundaries in place, but really the way we protect our energy and the way we keep our boundaries in place, it can really suffer. And often, if we're so focused on all of that pressure that we're under, sometimes they can completely fall away. Or on the opposite end, they can get so rigid that it can keep us from receiving help or even seeing the support and help that is around us. So another way to really pay attention to your energy this month is, are there going to be times when you are feeling so much pressure and you're not paying attention to it, so then you're crumpling up so much that your boundaries and your protection, especially your energetic protection, are at risk for being way too open or way too tight. So August really feels like a coming back to the mind, body, emotional, and spiritual connection to not compartmentalize ourselves, to not compartmentalize ourselves because of we need to do A, B, and C. And maybe that feels like a little tiring to pay that much attention to yourself and how you operate on all your different levels. But it doesn't feel hard. It feels like you will know what to do if you do pay attention. If you finally get to pay attention to yourself, you will know what to do. But the trick is paying attention. So some questions to ask in August, and hopefully, you know, this week, you can do it at the beginning of August, is are you not protecting yourself as you should? And that is mind, body, emotional, and spiritual. Or are others around you needing more protection in that same vein? Or are you imagining attacks or being too sensitive to the energy of others? And those were amazing questions from Ted Andrews' book, Animal Speak, about the armadillo. But I wanted to share them because I thought that they were perfect in time with 
what I was receiving for August or what the armadillo meant to me before I checked in on that. So the next part, the next piece, the thing that you've heard me speak about so many times that I feel a little bit cautious to even talk about it again, but I have to trust my intuition. I have to practice what I preach. Try not to sound preachy, but you know, the old saying, I have to practice it. So the other big piece of August, the energy, what we need is a grounding practice of really committing to consistently checking in with our energy and making sure that we know where it is. Is it, you know, the place you were visiting a week ago? Is it still there? Is it with your friends from dinner the night before that you just can't stop thinking about one thing that they said? Is it in the future where you just cannot stop focusing on what you don't have yet? Or is it so high above your head that you don't even know where your feet are and you're fuzzy and cloudy and you're knocking into things and you're dropping things and you just do not know which end is up? All of that, all of those are symptoms or little nods to where's your energy? Where's your breath? Did you consciously ground your energy? And I know that it can be so overwhelming to even think about adding one more thing into your day. But this is a cumulative incredibly supportive practice if you want to really know what is true for you to make conscious decisions based on what you really feel is right you have to ground your energy and one of the best things is it doesn't take long i have on this podcast an 8 minute grounding energy guided meditation Eight minutes. I'm sure that you have accidentally scrolled for eight minutes and you didn't even realize that that time ran away that quickly. But it's not just about having the simple tool. And I know it's still the summer in the Northern Hemisphere. I know that it's winter in the Southern Hemisphere. So you probably don't feel like doing too much because winter and summer. They're both, you know, going out or going in. And it can feel like, well, you know what? I don't really want to add anything else. Let me look at that in the fall or in the spring. But no, August is the month to get a head start on it if you want to feel it that way. And if you already have a practice, is there a piece missing? Because the real deep support that will help to release the pressure so that you can express and feel your power and your light from your solar plexus so that you have a balanced, harmonious way of protecting your energy, but also keeping your energetic boundaries where you need them to be is if you feel grounded and to feel consistently grounded, you have to do your grounding practice consistently. 
So I really encourage you, and I'm going to be doing it too, because yes, even my grounding practice kind of moved away in July. I still did it for my sessions, but was I doing it for myself as much? No. And that's why these energy impressions are for me, as well as for you. I'm never talking at you. I'm always talking about us. So I'm committing to making sure that I do something to ground my energy every day. And I put a reminder on my phone, my little calendar is going to pop up and say grounding practice. And I'm going to commit to listening to that. And if you only have two minutes, you sit down or you stand, but you really feel balanced. You feel your feet on the floor, kind of rock back and forth to make sure you have that anchor. Ideally, you'll sit, close your eyes, find your breath, and really with every breath in and out, you're bringing your energy back. And that is a very simple way, very simple. And if it feels right, you can even visualize that your feet are in the grass or in the sand, that that grass or that sand is between your toes, and you're really visualizing, imagining that you're connecting your feet to the earth. Because something I hear from people is, well, I didn't have time to get out and put my feet in the grass or take a walk. And that's totally legitimate. But did you have two minutes to imagine that you were? Because that helps. Because then you're reminding, you're getting into that memory of feeling grounded. And then that reminds your energy of how to come back down into your body. So even if you have answered this question before, I would encourage you to do it again, voice note or journal. What does it feel like to be grounded to you? What does it feel like? What happens when you're grounded? And then also, what does it feel like, you guessed it, when you're not grounded? What does it feel like when you're not grounded? What happens when you're not grounded? To really remind yourself, to remind your mind, your body, your spirit, your emotional energy, to remind every part of you to pay attention to when you are and when you're not, because that will help everything else that I spoke about for August. And another question you can answer, if you feel like it, is close your eyes, bring all of your awareness to your solar plexus, Google it if you really need to have a visual of exactly where it is in your body, and just pay attention. And try to describe it. What color is it? What does it feel like? Is there anything happening there physically? What does that feel like? What does that remind you of? And really trust what comes. And that is a beautiful way of allowing yourself to kind of open up your solar plexus. You've grounded your energy. And all of a sudden, you don't feel so much of a weight on your shoulders. 
because you've brought that connection back to your body. And I hope that you really can make the time to pay attention to yourself on this level because it feels like it's going to be incredibly supportive, like I said already, but so, so, so supportive to the rest of the year, but also moving forward for the rest of the years. It feels a bit pivotal. So yes, let me know if this resonates with you, what it made you feel, what it brought up. If you want to share anything, I love when you share. I am so grateful when you share with me how you felt about the episode. And stay tuned for my September intuitive spoon bending workshop. Learn about your own energetics around the nature of manifestation on how you like to do it. And if you felt a little call to reach out, apply for my four-month healing journey, I would love to meet you. And Yes, you can always book a one-on-one session too. I've opened up a few more spaces in August for those as well. So that is the August energy impression episode for 2023. It was different, much different than I thought it would be, but it was really what I needed to remember. So I hope that it was helpful for you. But remember, another reminder, always take what you need and leave the rest because you are your own greatest teacher. So you have to trust how you're feeling. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. Please, as I said, reach out to me with any questions. If you want to share anything that may have come up for you during this episode, I love to hear it as you heard me say. You can also follow and message me on my Instagram at treenlight.healing, or you can check out my website, treenlight.com. And like I said before, check the show notes. All the links are there. And if you feel called to leave a review or support the show, I would appreciate it more than you can ever imagine. It really, really helps other people find this podcast. And yeah, it would be incredibly generous of you. So I am very grateful for the very kind reviews that I've received. And thank you again for taking the time to listen. Be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you soon.